Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. No, this is uh, uh, uncopyrighted. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> Have like a black suit on. All right, all right, all right, folks. It's the one and only notorious, glorious V, the Gorilla Economist, coming to you live uh, on Watch Us Trade Live. We watch. I need coffee. (laughs) (laughs) We got Z. We got Cowboy. Or should we say Crypto Necos and oh, Cowboy? Yeah, you got me, yeah. I call you Z. All right. It's Z and Cowboy. These guys are here kicking it live on Watch Us Trade Live. Where we're going to give you all the details that you need to know about the crypto markets and all the things that are going on. All the shakings, all the bakings, baby. We're about to do it. So, uh, guys, what's up? What's new? What's going on? Yo. Uh, it, everything's going really, really well, V. Um you know, actually, this weekend, uh, Cowboy called a few calls um, this weekend. I think it was like, what, three or four? Yeah, three or four. That I've been, that I've been on point, um, making money already. There's people cheering inside the room. Uh, we actually have, um, uh, you know, already one person from uh, JSNIP's room that has already announced that they have made back the membership um, fee already. Wow. Is that correct, Cowboy? That is correct. Yeah, like within yeah. the first day, the first Under couple. The first days. day. So that's pretty awesome, guys. Um, you know, things are going really well. I'm really glad that we cleared the air with Jay Snip, um, and you know, we're we're powwowing together here. You're gonna see us live more often on his show, guys. And uh, as you guys know, um, Cowboy and I have been going live daily, twice a day um, for you all. You know, as we promise here at Rogue Money, we're gonna give you guys the best product on the market. It's just that simple, guys. And um and yeah, you know, V always keeps his word with you guys. He's never backed up. And uh yeah, we're gonna keep going forward and we're gonna keep providing that um that level of entertainment. I love that Heck level yeah. of entertainment. That level of entertainment. Um MFT was a great call over the weekend. So yep. basically, uh, you know, we did have a I think it was like for people who actually st- sold strictly at targets like myself i just put the targets in went to sleep and i made 20 percent on my top target but a lot of people what they do is one of our methods for people who are trading a little bit more often is they'll do what's called the trailing stop loss so when the price gets above a target they will move their stop loss up to roughly around that target maybe a little bit below and uh, if the price continues to go up, they just move their stop loss up. And that essentially scoops up all the profit whenever the uh, asset goes back down. And if the asset keeps on going up, then you're a millionaire to infinity, which never 
ever happens. It always comes back down. So uh, stop loss will take your profits. And uh, that's what some people are doing. And they're upwards of 35% on MFT. I personally put a couple of Bitcoin in that and was really happy with my results. So um, we have a couple of other calls that are at least even or ahead. Um, so we're, we're doing pretty well. Yep, I agree. <clears throat> Things are going really well, guys. Um, and, uh, and you know, remember, guys, this is still a bear market, guys. Um, and we are still doing pretty well in this bear market. Um, and today I will be <clears throat> I will be posting up the link uh, to the Excel file that um, essentially shows all our results. So you guys can ke uh, keep track of exactly what we're doing, guys. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just that simple, guys. You know, we don't hide behind anything. You know, if you guys check out the daily shows that um, Cowboy and I do, you know, you can see my face. I don't hide behind a screen or anything, guys. Um, you know, it's just that simple. I show my face, but I want people to keep watching. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's too beautiful, guys. That's the problem uh -huh. with that's a that's the problem with Cowboy. Cowboy's just too beautiful. Things get distracted. It's just not it's not it's not beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, Z. Uh -huh. Thanks for the flowers too. <laughs> um so uh just uh, diving into you do we want to go through uh i guess we'll go through btc ltc and uh um yeah btc and ltc i guess right uh we are i'm actually mapping out just while we were all talking um i'm mapping out oh yeah there you go uh, mft so, so guys just real fast what uh cowboy is doing right here for those of you who are you know new technical analysis which i know a lot of you guys are um he's doing what they call an elliott wave so each of those points, guys, is part of the wave. Um, essentially, they're called impulse waves. Um, and uh, yeah, so Cowboy sees that pattern here um, for MFT. So he's mapping it out, guys. Now, this is uh, Elliott Wave is uh, not the most used method when it comes to cryptocurrencies. It really kind of has to play out perfectly. Um, and because cryptos are so volatile, um, Cowboy is actually the one who told me um, that uh, Elliott Wave is just not the most not the most preferred way to do technical analysis here in cryptos. However, when it does do play out, um, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's, I usually will. Uh, I'll use Elliott Wave when I see a lot of bullishness. Um, so basically, uh, certain um, certain market structures are a lot more dependable when you have the market going in a specific direction. Right. So, um, so like a river going forward is going to always act the same when it hits certain rocks. But if the river kind of doesn't move forward or it goes backwards, it's not like those same rocks, AKA indicators are not going to act the same. So that's how I look at the market. Um, and right now the Elliott wave is sort of, eh, it's borderline invalidated. Um, so, uh, an Elliott wave essentially in order to be valid, your four point, or I should say the, the the bottom apex of your third correction leg, that's this from three to four, that needs to be above mm -hmm. this one. Now it's it's really close. Um, I, some Elliott Wave people might leave that alone, might, might say that that's within an acceptable bounds. Um, if I were to go out to say like the one hour, it might even work because what you're gonna see is now, if you're not using wicks, right? If you're just doing candle bodies. So that little red line is a wick, that thicker, Bit right there is candle body each one of these bars represents one hour of price movement for all of our new people watching so if i were to use wicks alone uh, i'm sorry if i were to use candle bodies alone then we might be right kind of there so i'm going to go ahead and and say that this is possible now what this is entirely dependent on are two things whether or not this elliott wave plays out 
um, it's kind of dependent on two things. One of them, BTC probably has to continue to be flat or bullish. Um, so, you know, that's, that's that. If BTC goes and tanks, then all the coins tank and everything pretty much washes. But the other thing is, is that MFT needs to continue to be bullish. MFT is a brand new coin. Um, you know, we took a risk over the weekend and basically what we did was I told everybody, okay, I'm going to buy in right about here, right about the 290, 280 area. And this is a risky bet. So I made sure that I limited my loss to 1%. Now we have an entire video that uh, CryptoNecos and I put together um, based on this whole concept of money management. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> so, um, and the whole idea is there, it, risking 1% doesn't mean that you're putting 1% of your portfolio in. Risking 1% means that your loss could actually be limited to 1%. So there's a whole video. You can come over to www.thecryptoschool.io. That's www.thecryptoschool.io to see that video. Um, and money management, I think, should be the first thing that everybody learns. And basically, it's how you don't blow your account. It's how you, you measure your risks. You don't blow your account. So with all that said, remember that none of this is uh, investment advice. This is all for entertainment purposes only. When I say you, I mean I. Um, and I say money management is, for me, the most important thing. You all have to do your own research and figure that out. So if this did play out, um, basically leg five is going to be possibly yeah, get a fib out. And real fast, guys, while he's doing that, um, a few questions to address, guys. Uh, did we did we call Digibyte? You guys seem pretty bearish on it. So Cowboy actually did a soft call on Digibyte, guys. A soft call means that he charted Digibyte. He showed a nice point of entry for Digibyte, and he and he indicated that it might rise up. However, we personally, us, did not get into Digibyte because Correct. once again, I did not. Um, I do not think the fundamentals are just there with Digibyte. Whether it rose recently or not, it's not there. For me personally, however, the technical analysis did line up, and that's what Cowboy showed in our charts. We actually did submit a chart out for Digibyte showing that it was to rise up, but once again, um, Cowboy and I did not get in. And inside the room, guys, you guys are watching us trade, and we didn't. We chose not to get inside of it because one, the market is really sh like rocky today, or rocky well, at, the, last at the time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, really, really rocky. And uh, two. Um, you know, just the fundamentals didn't line up for me. So I chose not to get into it just because TA showed it. And a lot of times that will happen, guys. A lot of times the TA will show that, um, you know, a coin is to rise up. However, it doesn't rise up. It doesn't follow the TA because the market doesn't really allow it. Now, Bitcoin has been holding steady and such. Um, so altcoins were allowed a chance to breathe and thus they're rising up. That's why we were able to make money off of other coins, guys that you know the fundamentals were a little bit better in my opinion in cowboy's opinion um hence why we got into it yeah i mean it's uh we do have people that got into digibyte based on the ta alone um and mm -hmm. that's what happens when you're over at www.thecryptoschool.io you might be able to see like we have a lot of people say hey for example what we're looking at right now with mft one of my guys is like hey can you look at that and i'm like it's a brand new coin it's really dangerous um but i looked and i'm like okay well i saw a couple of things in the ta that looked good um, one other way to look at this, I, I have an Elliott wave right now, <clears throat> but what I'm going to do is basic. Th these are two indicators that work really well in bullish markets. Um, this is a flag. You guys have seen me draw this a few times on the show. And so this whole thing usually works if the first leg of the flag 
matches the second. And look at that. That's pretty much what it went up to. If you count wicks, it was a perfect execution of a flag formation. Okay. Yep. Beautiful stuff, man. Beautiful. You know, now we didn't know that that was going to happen because we got in back here before we knew it was going to become a flag. Um, however, if I'd been looking at it later, it's hey, that's a bull flag, and that means that you know things are bullish with this coin. Now, the reason I'm not getting in this coin right now, even though it could go as high as say 380, um, the reason is that this is a brand new coin. You see that big red line? That means it just hit Binance. I don't know if it's a new coin, but it's a new coin to Binance. And new coins always pump, and you don't know when they're going to stop. So when I did this trade over the weekend, I saw that, um, you know, I, I told everybody, hey, super risky, limit to 1%, brand new coin, no history TA. We don't know price discovery. Price discovery is happening as we speak. Um, and right now you can see we have a little green candle right there. And we very well could go all the way up to five. Very, you can go up to higher than that. Um, if I were going to get into this coin right now, what I would do is uh, my sell zone would be there. So I would sell from, say, 360 to 375. I would buy 360, uh, 368, 375. Those would be my three my three profit-taking zones. And this is right here, guys. This is the live... Um free sort of uh call you would say um happening yeah, right now guys it's a soft call because number one it's live uh number two i'm not getting into it so um the reason sold. what's that see already sold oh, oh yeah i sold at the targets last night yeah okay. so guys one thing you'll notice with me is like um and, and i think uh crypto Nikos is similar um i will when, when i make profit on a coin i make profit and i walk away Yep. Most coins go down after they go up. And, you know, now IOTA is a different story back in December. Um, I hopped into IOTA at like, I don't know, 12,000 and I wrote it to like 45. And the other reason I couldn't sell it at 45 was because Binance broke. But the reason is because <laughs> IOTA broke Binance. But the reason there was such high volume, it was like such a crazy ass ride was because there was an announcement that was taken for granted that uh, they had an actual full on partnership with Microsoft. Like not a, we're going to be on your website because we filled out an email partnership, but a Bill Gates is now shaking hands with this partnership. And so the thing just blew out of this world. I made like, pff, I made half my portfolio on that thing, dude. It was awesome. Um, yep. But you know, that that's the only time that I'm going to be like, okay, just buy it, you know, and, and don't even worry about what it looks like. But until something like that happens, I make money, I'll walk away. Um, yeah, you know, uh, especially on a, sorry, Z, especially on a new coin. We don't know what is going to happen with this coin. Yep. So. Just to uh, explain a few things, guys. First off, Brandon, hi. I have a question in the Crypto School program. Are you guys are you guys explaining or or just live screen of your actual trade? We explain, guys. So what happens inside of the uh, the watches trade room, guys, is that you guys will see a general trade calls tab. The general trade calls tab is everything that we get into, and what you will see, guys, is you will see a full on a chart as well as an explanation of what we think the coin looks like. So recently, like just today, right? Somebody asked me to chart ETC. I chart ETC. I explained why I think ETC is going to rise up or I explained why ETC is going to go down um, and I explained the catalyst behind it. So th these are some things that you guys will get into the watches trade room. Then on top of that, guys, inside the crypto discussion, there's another tab in which you guys can talk amongst yourselves, but also you guys can talk with me and Cowboy. And that is also very, very valuable right there, guys. You guys can ask us any questions anytime you guys want. Um, 
and you know we're in there at, you know answering questions you guys want you guys want us to chart a coin um cowboy charts a coin you know you guys want me to ask me a question on hey you know do the fundamentals make sense with this coin i'll answer that question for you guys you guys need help with you know ether delta or so forth you know we're there to help you guys out um that's inside the crypto discussion room guys and that's also what you get um which is with the watches trade room so uh, you guys are getting both of those things um another one um Santana, what time frame chart are you are you on right now? So as I stated inside the chat, guys, uh, Cowboy is currently on the one hour. So if you look at the top left of his chart, guys, it says MFT slash Bitcoin. Then it does comma 60 comma Binance. That's that's 60. That's in minutes, guys. So that just shows the um, that just shows the uh, uh, the hour period. That just shows the time period that he's on. So he's currently charting on the one hour. Um, and also top left, yeah, yeah, top left, right by MFT BTC. You will also see a one hour, but I look at the I look at the minutes. Um, another thing, uh, why did Z change his name? I didn't change my name, guys. I've always been Crypto Nakos. I just officially announced a partnership recently on my channel, guys, um, that I'm officially partnered up with Rogue Money. So, um, you know, a lot of people know me as Crypto Nakos in this space. I've been in this space for a while, guys. Um, and so the official that, that was more my idea because yeah. uh z was still migrating from uh you know his trading room and he wanted to you know see how it, things would be over here at rogue mm -hmm. and that's why he went under the name of crypto z now because of the wild success we've had and uh, we're having uh in the trade room he just thought it's forthright to fully migrate his operations and that's how yeah, he exactly, uh, officially announced exactly. that he is yep exactly so when, yes. when i do when i do live uh, videos guys you know you guys will see that i i represent rogue bunny i represent the watches trade room and stuff like that guys you guys will see that on the descriptions um and yeah cowboys in there with me and uh yeah guys we're here just like i said we're trying to provide you guys the best um entertainment possible it's just that simple mm -hmm. that's that yeah so um but like uh like uh kryptonikos just said and what's really important is that we are such a screaming deal. And I don't want to sit here and sell oh, it. I dude, mean, look at that. Real fast. I don't even have, we don't have to sell. Uh, Crypto P, just, just roll inside the description. First two days made back three-fourths my month subscription within minutes. Risk to very little risk. Next trade is covered. These guys know their stuff. Cost of learning is very low. Support is unbelievable. Right there, guys. You know, this is a guy who's inside of our trade room, guys. We are not shilling this ourselves. You know, this is a guy who came from Jay Snip's room originally with Trader Boss and whatnot. We, you know, we had that good partnership with Jay Snip. He's, he came in uh, through Jay Snip, and there you go. He's already made back pretty much his month. Yeah, there's a couple of guys with that. Um, I mean, we did have a killer weekend. Um, so you know, this uh, BTC's move really has uh, has been great. I'm gonna flash over to the BTC chart now. Um, you know, and unfortunately, I actually thought something was gonna happen that didn't. And me and a lot of the uh, more respected minds uh, thought we were actually gonna see a drop in this zone. Um, and part of the reason, although the other minds may not have said this, is that from from about this time until about this time so uh you know greenwich time 2100 or so kind of in that box up until greenwich time 2100 that's friday this is sunday um asia wakes up at this time okay so usually like over the weekend you know asia's kind of done in the afternoon you see a drop in volume and then asia wakes up around yesterday at that time and so that's when you know if there is bullishness in the market which the longs versus shorts on bitfinex say that there is some serious bullishness going on um 
that's when Asia begins to go. And so that's how I plan a lot of things. And unfortunately, um, we forget, or I should say I forgot, I didn't forget anything, but the trend at the time looked like we had an upward wedge that fell out. And it looks as if we are establishing a new trend. And this is why it needs to be very well stated that market structure is subjective. Um, so I built like this ghetto pitch fan like I always do. Anybody who's been following my charts kind of sees they all look like this. It is respecting this this trend. So if we fall out of the trend, I think we're going to bounce off of 6,400, head to seven. If we stay within the trend, but go into this lower area, that's going to be the path. So we might bounce off of like 6,650, go to 7,100-ish area. That's where a lot of resistance is. Um, we could go straight there. I mean, there's, but here's the thing about it. All these scenarios that are very likely look wonderful for the alts because we're not seeing any steep drops in Bitcoin. And everything is so bullish right now that until we actually get to that 7,000 area, then we're probably going to see a lot of opportunities in the alts. And that's what CryptoZ and I do. We find those opportunities and we exploit them. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's what BTC looks like to me. But, um, Z, are you uh, seeing anything different on there? No, I'm, I'm seeing uh, exactly what you're seeing. Um, and I really, uh, you know, let's re let's relook at the uh, FOMO on BTC right now, the, the split. I just want to take a look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, real fast, guys. The longs and shorts right now is 61.38. Nothing has changed. Um, people are still going long with BTC. So overall, I think BTC is in a good position, guys, to keep going long. Um, I think BTC is, uh, uh, you know, overall. I'm, I'm, now remember, when we talk about uh, the long and short positions, guys, these are these are this is everybody going long, right? So um, you're talking about people that are only using like one times leverage or like five times leverage, or like something that's lower. That means that they're in it for the long haul, guys. Um, so I think the overall sentiment on the market right now, especially on BTC in the long term, is that BTC is going to go up, guys, and we could, you know, hopefully see uh, 10k plus on uh, on the worth of BTC. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I think 10k is going to happen after um, after January of 2019. Although things tend to run up nice and high in December, so if 10k were to happen this year, it probably would start happening around October, go through December. October does in most markets tend to have a pullback. Uh, v, you know about you, I think, uh, and Dex were talking about that. Like there's a December event where a lot of markets get taken back. Yes. Please tell us, tell us about this event. Yeah, the uh, there's going to be a market pullback uh, sometime in December. That's when pretty much everybody's uh, taking October. I meant to say, not December. October. Yeah, I mean, sorry, October. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the end of the fiscal year for a lot of companies, so they're just going to take their profits and go. It's it's uh, selling the fall, and then they just ride it out to the end of the year, and uh, things don't get back up until sometime in mid January. So that's what it looks like for stocks. Yeah, it's for stocks, but now in crypto, the big run-up happened in December. So if we actually take a look at, that's why I love crypto. It's so different. Well, and, and remember, it's a sell-off in stock, right? Yeah. So where they got to put the money? Back in the company. Well, back in the company. What else are some of these fund managers going to do? They're going to take a look at what? Crypto. Particularly what crypto? BTC. If BTC grows up, you all know the deal. All coins go with it. So that's what that's what we're looking at for October. October, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, watch, watch this, guys. So I like to go back, look at, uh, you know, history will tell us a lot about the future, right? Hopefully. So in 2017, from September and to the end of the year, we had a big fat run from, say, I got to stretch this out here. 
So this is on the weekly. So every one of these bars is a week's worth of action. So this is always useful to look at. Um, you have a big run from September 1st-ish, but right to the end of the year. Look at that. We know what happened in 2018. A lot of us were there for that, but just you know, for posterity. Um, from September until the end of the year, we had... I mean, look at that. We, we all know where it went. It went from nothing to everything. <laughs> it went from zero to infinity. Um, now, back in 2016, we'll take a look at that. From 2016, from September to the end of the year, we have a nice big run. Look at that. Um, now, 2015 was different. I think that was the big fat bear market that occurred. Yeah, the 2014 crash, um, that really took a toll. Now, we might see something similar to that um, with this most recent run. Okay. So we might see a bit of a protracted sort of bottom out and then run back up. That might take a while. So I think that we are closer to the bottom than the top. I do think that what Dex said lines up with a lot of what I'm saying, um, or at least what I'm seeing. And that's like a 3,000, or sorry, a 45, 4,400. A possible bottom um but i think we're going to have a bit of up to go until we hit that i think there's money to be made the next few weeks um and then what we'll do is the the trajectory for that fall if we do if that's it if we fall to 4400 that trajectory is going to be a soft trajectory most likely um as compared to a lot of the falls that we've seen and what that means is that the price is going to decrease in a relatively slow manner and when that happens that actually gives breathing room to the altcoins and when you have breathing room for alts even though like the general market's kind of just floating downward you're going to have fa kick in you're gonna have fundamentals kicking for these altcoins, and uh, my dude Z over here is gonna know which of those coins to look at. And mm -hmm. like we always do, we're gonna make money in that short slide down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that's uh, that's all kind of good news. Uh, we charted this out at length on one of the, one of the prior shows. I think it was actually on Snippies. And the fact is, is that um, everything is kind of smoothing out. So the trajectories and the severity of things is kind of smoothing out. We had a hard up, we had a hard down, and now it's all kind of just smoothing out. And that's really good news, especially for traders, because we can always find opportunities. So that's a BTC. Um, I think some of the guys in the room wanted to see stuff. Uh, Nekos, are you seeing anything from the guys? Um, oh, here's a good one. Uh, sorry. Um, it was a very basic question, a general question from, I think it's somebody new, probably from Snip's channel, Income Surge. Uh, general question for Crypto Cowboy and Crypto Nekos. Do you only trade in and out of coins for profit back in a BTC, not holding any coins long term? I've been in crypto for 18 months, mostly hodling. Saw my portfolio drop 80% or more since the crypto top crossed some 50 coins I was holding at one point. Now I see it's more profitable to be nimble and trade rather to invest or hodl. So, do you hodl anything for mid to long term, or only trade back into BTC once you see a coin is trending down and watching for next entry? Uh, Z, can you take that one? Um, yeah. So, guys, the way we do it, um, well, at least, so our trading strategies always change. We change our trading strategies weekly. We trade, our, we change our trading strategies even daily, guys. Um, so back when it was very bullish, and the market was very bullish back in like December, January, early January, I should say. Uh, what Cowboy and I did is that we traded a huge portion of our bag, um, probably about 40% of our bag daily. 
However, we kept about 60% of our bag um, overall portfolio, I should say, um, in long-term trades. You know, we owned PPTs, for example, um, and these were essentially long-term bags in which when we traded and made profit on our short-term bags, we would flip over and stack it into our long-term bags. And that's how what that's the strategy we adopted during the bull market. However, right now in the last, you know, bunch of months, guys, it hasn't been a bull market. It's been a bear market. And, you know, been shown, you know, everybody's bleeding out. A lot of people are, well, I should say a lot of people are bleeding out. What we did then is that we liquidated pretty much everything, guys, and into BTC and USDT or US, oh, I use USDT, uh, Cowboy might have used to use regular USD. Um, so from there, guys, what I, what that allows me to do is that that allows me to retain my net worth of my cryptocurrencies guys that allows me to retain my satoshi value and my dollar value this way guys because if i'm in btc it stays a one-to-one -one ratio in satoshis guys meaning that no matter whether it goes up or down i am still going to own that amount of btc now if i flip into usdt and get out of btc and then i get back into btc at a lower amount i can even stack up even more satoshi and that's shown inside the money management video that Cowboy and I did. So for right now, at the moment, because it's a bear market, guys, the strategy I'm adopting is that I'm staying in BTC and USDT. And if I trade into an altcoin and, I, and when I take profit and go back into BTC, I'm either going to be staying in BTC or I'm going to be staying in USDT, depending on what BTC is doing. For right now, I'm not holding anything long term. Besides, I guess, a few gems that might make up like 2% of my entire portfolio. Yeah, that's I have a couple of gems um, to keep it really simple, like in in bullish markets when we know things are going up and, you know, when you really have a confirmed bullish market, um, I will use Bitcoin as my base currency. So my cash management, uh, my trades, everything goes back into BTC. Um, I don't hodl. I, I do like uh, like Nacos and I basically, um, you know, I just... Uh, have a couple of gems that you know maybe like one day they'll go from 0.8 cents all the way up to like two dollars and i'm like a billionaire but other than that um that's like that might be one or two percent of my entire holdings so um now you know ppt was something that i, I it was a hodl bag but i swing traded it so over the last year when you know nakos was developing some other skills um, i actually kind of focused on ppt and i sold it high and I bought it low and I made a lot of money. Like I stacked PPT. I had a few hundred and I went to a few thousand and that happened basically through just 2% wins, 4% wins, like just little wins all over the place. And so, um, you know, that right there is swinging your hodl bag is something that we made up. I think Frank who's uh, in Bermuda right now, um, made that one up. So, you know, we just, we swing our hodl bag. I just take that, that, PPT hodl bag and I, you know, sell it for 1100 guay and then buy it back for 10. So, um, strategies change when bearish markets happen. The dollar is my base currency. I take everything and I put it back into USD. Uh, some people use tether. I don't really like to, um, TUSD, true USD. I don't know enough about it to be totally comfortable with it, but, um, I've used that in the few times I would have used tether. So, um, yeah, strategies. The only thing that that is constant in the world is change. You got to be able to adapt. That's yep. my philosophical yep. right there. And that's, and that's very, very, um, I mean, that, that applies to everything guys, but for cryptocurrencies, that is very, very, um, you know, 
it's just that that's just like the law of cryptocurrencies guys cryptocurrencies are very very volatile so if you do not adapt if you do not change if you do not go with the times you will be left behind it's technology just simple as that yep simple as that <laughs> so um so that's a really good question though because uh, there are a lot of people who are new to the channel it's something that we talk about often um but uh hopefully you got that income surge so um let me see. Gross and Freeze wants to see uh, Vary and KMD. So I guess we could take a look at those. Um, it's interesting. I looked at Vary on Snip Show begrudgingly. I don't. Uh, I like the coin, but I don't like to look at it on charts. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's on the hourly. So I, that doesn't look good. No. None of that looks good. No. Um, it looks really bad when you stretch it out. Like, oh my god, it's gonna die. But when you just you know, crunch it up and you just take a look at it, um, that none of that looks good. So, and it's really not that different. I remember how the conversation went when we looked at it last week. What I said then was, you have an unconfirmed ascending trend line, meaning that there are only two points that it hit, which means it's not really that usable as an ascending trend line. Which means that to use that to say that it's going to increase as compared to Bitcoin over time is really not very founded. Now, uh, what I said at the time was that there was some bullishness right here. However, um, it's probably going to bounce off this cloud and come down. Now let's take a look at what happened. And you guys can go back to that show. It was the one with Snippy. I'm like 99% sure. Um, this is exactly what happened. What I said would probably happen is what happened. And I love when that happens. So it just you know, it came up. You see those wicks hit the cloud. You have what's called uh, pretty much a shooting star doji right here, which is, um, I'll, I'll show everybody what that means. Um, it's almost a gravestone doji, except that you have a tail. So essentially, a lot of people got excited. They bought, it fell down right here. They got excited, they bought again, but people sold into it. Got excited, they bought again, people sold into it again. And then we have essentially a, an evening star formation where you have a, Long green candle body, a very small, very bearish, uh, probably a doji, like an evening star or one of these sword type dojis. I don't really know what this one's called. And then you have a fall. And so you'll probably see a nice fall. Now, um, this is going to be the defining moment right here. If we crash through this line, then our next support is going to be, we don't know. Um, actually, I take that back. Our next support would be there. So if I were trying to swing very, which is just inconvenient because it's not on any easily usable exchange, um, I'd look to buy back in around 66.19. But the reality is, is that very is so far behind in its actual like bringing product to market that I probably would just leave it alone for a while. Um, yep. So I don't know, Crypto Z, how do you feel about all that? Yep, uh, I don't see very um, come up with anything just yet, guys. Um, not to say that later on it won't, um, but for right now, um, the charts, the technical analysis isn't there. The essay isn't there, definitely. Um, and the fundamentals just aren't there just yet, guys. Um, if you actually go back to the one hour, the one thing, the first thing I realized inside the one hour, guys, and this is the way my mind works, is that um, when Cowboy flashed the one hour, we saw a point of exit, guys, for the Ichimoku. That just indicates that on the short term, it's, it's going down further. Um, you know, you see, you see that Tenkinsen, Kijinsen line cross right there, and uh, it, it signifies a point of exit for Vary. Um, 
so yeah overall guys um i don't um i don't see very um really producing anything just yet no and uh, to make that really clear because i know people want to learn um hopefully you have your uh your screens uh what do you call it resolution up i'm gonna broaden out one of these the uh these two lines right now i'm gonna highlight them so there's this blue line that crossed down and that's the red line and the, and what uh, what Nikos is talking about, who Nikos is pretty much like an Ichimoku ninja badass, um, is that when this crosses down, that is like Ichimoku is better for entries to use this for an entry. It's actually a little bit better, but um, it's fine enough for an exit. And so you know, a lot of people, if you sold right here, then you're happy because it went this low. Now this red line is um, it's a baseline. So it's an average of a longer period. And that means that the price is going to want to kind of come back towards this trend line. So, you know, if we kind of scoot out. So right now it broke, it was following that trend line back uh, a week ago. And then it sort of broke above that trend line. And then it's so, but it did get dragged right back down to that baseline. I mean, to say not trend line, but baseline. So it's like a magnet for the price. So all of a sudden, um, <clears throat> the baseline went above the price and the price started to kind of go towards that like a magnet and then it just like fell and then it's going to go like this now because the price is starting to act on its own and the averages are starting to change and then this baseline start to go down too so it's very usable um, you know it, it's a great it's a great tool the baseline Ichimoku so that, that's Veritasium um, KMD doesn't look good on the one hour um what do you see there uh Nekos, what do you see uh for kmd yeah it, it doesn't look good on the one hour um you know it's still it's still flaring down guys um it is uh yeah just it just doesn't you know when you see those kind of patterns guys when you see those like sharp um sharp trajectory like uh, uh you know we talked about we talked about a uh, slope on the uh, on the candle bodies, right? Um, through my live show the other day, and uh, and you know you 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 see those sharp sharp red candles going downwards, guys. That is never ever a good sign, um, and uh, and yeah. So I, I personally I don't see it. I don't see it doing anything soon. Yeah, that's uh. So those uh, trajectories are indicative of impulse leg versus correction leg. So and that applies when you're talking about a lot of things. But if you're uh, Ethereum, um, Elliott wave is, is one of them. So this is an impulse leg. Let me go ahead and, and highlight this and use a different color. So this is an impulse leg, the long green set of candles, right? And then you're gonna have a correction leg. And this, if you guys are ever and gals are ever studying, um, if you're ever studying Elliott Wave, you're gonna want to know this, right? So this is a run, and this is a flat. So a flat is also known as a correction wave, and um, the flats tend to be flatter, right? So the run's gonna be strictly like bam, hard run. Then you get like a flat, and then bam, you get a hard run. Okay, so we have another run. Um, get there. And you have a flat. So I mean, that's just uh, I like that's just how markets are. You get runs and flats. Real simple. Um, and right now, to look at it from that standpoint, you're having a decreasing, um, you know, 
uh, base uh, trend line right there. Now this tr little spot right here might have some action if you you know if people are in it for like the short term, just scalp right there. Um, this could be also the beginning of an inverse cup and handle. So you got to be careful with that. But um, if and when we bounce off of here, there might be some up, but I think it's only going to go maybe that far. And then I think it's going to go like this. And then to back out, we'll see what else I think it'll do. Yeah, this could also be uh, sort of headsy shouldery, but what it really is, is a dead cat bounce. Yeah, I don't think anything's coming out of KMD. KMD, guys, for those of you who don't know, we were actually very bullish on KMD in December. I was very, very bullish on KMD since November, guys. December, um, it was going to have, you know, atomic swaps and all that good stuff. Uh, the issue right now with KMD is that KMD is a DICO, guys. It's a DICO platform, meaning that it's a decentralized ICO platform, which is, a, which is um, quote unquote, the future of cryptocurrencies um, when it comes to ICOs. It doesn't allow, uh, you know, essentially the whales to get into um, these ICOs and pump and dump them. So the only issue that I'm hearing about with KMD is that KMD is very, very difficult to program on. Um, the platform is not very user friendly, and um, that is the main issue behind it. So that's why I don't see anything happening different with KMD just yet, guys. Um, you know, we could potentially see a nice play out later, but for right now, um, no big news and it's currently treading on support before the big december rise it seems yeah it's it's 100 percent, or it's a 90 probably percent like 95 percent retracement guys so you know that's that's not the best um real fast uh pivotal point um any more intel on ven so right now guys ven is in the transition time where uh, essentially they will be uh Sorry, they will be allowing movement of your coins into a, um, you know, a, uh, your masternode wallets and so forth. So mobile or, or ledger support is being uh, developed right now, and it will be implemented right now. I believe the mobile wallet was released today. So um, whoever's involved in the Ven X node, guys, I will be moving over um, the Ven here soon. I'm debating whether I want to wait for the ledger support or I'm just going to go with the mobile support. I might just go out and buy a new phone uh, for that. Um, so congratulations on that. Uh, that's going to be done, um, and it's going to be done properly, of course. And in upcoming ICOs like BitOcean, from my understanding, BitOcean is going to be released in September, guys. Um, we won't have much of a pull on that because remember that you guys got in later. So there is a three-month maturity period for um, the Venn node, guys. Um, however, Venn's ICOs, they have a few more like Mustang and so forth that look really good um, that we could potentially get allocations for. And that will be all done through the Watches Trade Room, guys. So if you guys want to get involved in these ICOs, um, just like Mandala, guys, um, I'm very, very selective on my ICOs. You don't understand, guys. I get I get probably like 10 ICOs shilled to me daily. Uh, and I read a lot of the white papers. However, I don't get involved with a lot of them because I don't I don't sell my credibility, guys. I don't sell my my name to just an ICO just, for, just to get money out of it, right? Um, I'm very selective. So... There's going to be a few more coming up, guys, that I'm very, very bullish on. One of them is one, and one of them is on Venn's platform. So both that are coming up in the next one to two months. So do not wait, guys. If you guys are interested in getting these ICOs, this will only be done through the Watch's Trade Room, um, meaning that if you guys want to be involved, the link is in the description, guys. You guys have to be involved in the room in order to get pool allocations. It's just that simple, guys. I will not reach out to anybody 
um, personally, uh, letting them know that, you know, there is an ICO coming. I will not do that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Venn is, you know, we've talked a lot about Venn. And one of the things that we like about Venn is that it appears to have some backing by Chinese government. We don't know that. It's not been confirmed. Um, but there's just been a ton of evidence. And so, uh, you know, they said the same about Neo and Neo's falling. So, I mean, nothing is for certain. However, um, we just see a lot of great things with Venn. We see a lot of support behind it and we've been very bullish on it. Um, it doesn't look that great on the daily, uh, actually, but um, it doesn't look that bad either. I've actually charted this for everybody. It's, it's a um, giant, giant bull flag. But re remember, guys, you know, like we just saw right now with Vary and how Vary retraced like 95 percentile since um, all time highs, guys. I mean, sorry, yeah, 95 percentile since like December, back to December levels. Uh, Ven is about 50 percent from what from I'm just eyeballing it right now. But Ven looks to be about 50 percent, guys. In its uh, in its retracement, so that really isn't that bad at all, um, comparable to other coins out there in the market. Um, real fast, our opinion on Salt, uh, guys. So you know, there's there's a few competitors to Salt that came out. One of them one of them was Lend. So Lend is peer to peer. Uh, Salt right now is a centralized lending platform. Uh, lend is peer to peer, meaning that you know I can lend to, for example, Cowboy directly, um, and there's a very little fee there. So that's one competitor. And then the biggest competitor for SALT, um, because SALT was sort of uh, um, going after the institutional um, investor and so forth, they were, they were offering these allocations based on you know, regulations and, and whatnot, um, is Nexo. Nexo is actually 100% um, SEC regulated, guys. They're, they were the first ever ICO that was 100% regulated, and that is also available. So that will be battling with SALT. And honestly, I think that um, as much as I love Salt and as much as I love Eric Voorhees, the CEO of Shapeshift, I think that um, Nexo will take the cake. Fantastic. Uh -huh. Gentlemen, we're at the uh, end of the program. 30-second uh, closeout comments. Go for it, uh, Cowboy and then Z. Cowboy? Z. Cowboy? Oh, we might have lost Cabo, but I'll start first. Um, guys, thanks so much for um, thanks so much for being a part of the show, guys. Um, you know, this is our flagship program. Definitely check out every single one of our um, videos, guys. Uh, you know, the if you actually go into Rogue Money's previous videos, guys, you guys can watch um, the previous shows that we've done with V, and we you know we've talked about other things. You guys can learn some things there. Um, and if you guys have any hesitancy, guys, just let us know. And I highly suggest you guys check out the Watches Trade Room, guys. The link is in the description under Crypto Trading Room. That is the link to the trading room, guys. Uh, get in there, guys. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of good material being around. And it's a great place to not just make money, but a great place to also learn, guys. Um, you know, you get a chance to talk to me and Cowboy one-on-one. -on -one, um whenever you want, you know, we're in there 16 hours a day, you know, um, typically, uh, you know, a, a guy like Cowboy with his charts, it, you know, runs you 250 bucks plus an hour, guys. Um, yep. You're going to be able to answer, ask him any questions, have him chart charts for you and, and whatnot, anytime you guys want for the entire month. So it pays for itself very, very fast. Exactly. exactly. Oh yeah. Custom charting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, do how are we doing, guys? Do we want to look at more charts or? Oh no, no, no. Uh, oh, the, the comments, bro. You disappeared somewhere. What was it? one of you guys? V, what did you say? 
So we're doing closing comments. Oh, you, closing you, comments. You, oh, yeah, we're trying to get you. You disappeared somewhere. Yeah, I did. Um, I had an issue with uh, with something, but um, but yeah, guys uh, and gals, I say kudos to everybody who is kind of in this space because it takes a lot of guts to. Um, you know, to take some of your hard-earned money and put it into a, a trading situation, especially if you're relatively new to trading. So it's great that I, I see a lot of people with a lot of um, a lot of guts to do that. And then, you know, I, I personally, when I started, I didn't have much money at the time. Um, you know, I, I've made plenty of money in the past, but I was just going through a rough point. And uh, you know, I just I took a few hundred dollars and uh, I gave it a try. I learned on that, and when I realized what the potential was, I really changed my lifestyle. I stopped eating out, which was a lot of money. I stopped getting my Starbucks four dollar venti mocha latte whatever because that was like maybe eight bucks a day. And all that money that I saved on all those things I didn't need ended up going into trading, and I made a nice fat stack on that. So that's what I did, and I give uh, everybody here kudos. Uh, so, you know, I'm thankful to have everybody. I live in a state of gratitude. I love my job. I love working with these guys. So, uh, so there you go. And I must stay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. With that being said, folks, again, you know, you can see the links that are in the description box, whether you want to be in the trading room and the trading platform, it's right there. All the descriptions there, the, you know, the group school.io, the trading room. And for those of you who have cryptos, you want to liquidate whether it's $5,000 or more. We have our platform, uh, liquidbase.io. Uh, for some reason, the link is uh, you got to copy and paste that link. I'll have that fixed uh, shortly. But it's liquidbase.io. Uh, you copy and paste the link. Uh, you can go there, fill out the KYC, and we can have you liquidated into uh, into 25 different currencies. And or if you just want to vault it and store it in gold, we can have it vaulted and stored in gold. It's an awesome option. So check it out, liquidbase.io. And with that being said, folks, we are over and we're out. GoCryptoSchool.io. TheCryptoSchool.io. Peace. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got to play our customary newfangled song, man. Yeah, there we go. Later, folks. <laughs>